On this episode of the Million Dollar Mortgage Experience, John Maddox, CEO of Fund Loans, sits down with sales expert Andrea Clemen. In the past 12 years, Andrew has mastered the art of conversation and is known for his record-breaking sales as well as his infectious laugh. Andrew shares with us some of his cold-calling secrets, how to be pleasantly persistent, why you should do some research about your potential client, and much more. Oh, and did I mention that we had Andrew perform a live cold call? Stay tuned. Welcome to the Million Dollar Mortgage Experience Podcast. Listen in as CEO John Maddox of Fund Loans reveals tips, secrets, and origination ideas to fill your pipeline with million-dollar opportunities. All right, welcome to the podcast. I'm here with Andrell Kleiman. How are you doing today, bud? Very good, man. Nice to have, uh, nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, I hear that you know how to sell. So our viewers, you know, they sell. They sell money. They sell loans. We do that uh, here. So we wanted to chat with you a little bit about that. Kind of, you know, you got some skills. Maybe we can <laughs> share with the, with the guys, you know, and the girls. So. Sure. Um, so how did you get your start in the sales? Um, I pretty much got started probably like 15 years ago. Um, randomly. Like were you selling when you were coming out of the, the womb nah, in like know, preschool, I, like selling your friend stuff? And You know, I think that sales is an internal thing and it's a yeah. drive thing. So I played sports my whole life, football, okay. baseball, basketball. I was typically pretty good my whole life. Um, team pre- sports. Team sports, you know, yeah. potentially could have went in the NFL. Most of my nice. friends play football. But um, when I moved to Los Angeles out of high school into college, I went to Palomar College for a little while. Uh, I moved up to L.A. from there and then you know, something happened with my family and I was forced to come back home to take care of my family. So when I did that, I was looking for jobs and it said, we will train you to be an internet consultant. Okay. I'm like, what's an internet consultant? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I need a job. So I took right. this job and that really was the beginning of my sales career. And that was at Z57 at the time, which I still work at today. Wow, so you've been there a while. Yeah, about 12 years consistently working so, for them. So did you find that you were kind of natural at sales? Was it more of like just a personality thing? Or was it like, did you, did, like like right out the gate, were you hitting numbers? Like kind no. of, it just something you took time to learn, yeah? It was terrible. You I were mean, terrible at the gate. I was terrible That's actually better because, you know, <laughs> people out there, you know, all different levels, right? There's yeah. like your incredible salespeople that are naturals. And then you've got the kind of people that have to actually try and learn and get techniques and that's yeah. probably why they're watching the podcast or listening right? yeah I think I've always been good with people and being able to connect with people mm-hmm. um, I've always been good with just drop me in the room I'll make new friends so I was always good at that um, but translating that over to a business call over the phone is a completely different process right. there's different things that go into place when you're trying to ask someone for their money or you're trying to help them shape their business so that they can make more money as well so I feel right. that I, I didn't start out because I I didn't know anything about real estate, you know, right? That wasn't my forte. My forte was sports and entertainment. um, And then transferring that energy of holding a mic and singing on stage, (laughs) that's selling, Mm -hmm. but it's not, hey, let's set this appointment up and I'm going to do a demo for you. For me, and I think it's still consistent today, is that you learn things right, you get good at it, and Mm -hmm. then the industry changes. You learn things, you get good at it, and then the conversation of the industry changes. So I feel like I've definitely been a chameleon as we've grown into the real estate space where I've had to sell different subjects in order to engage people to talk to me. And I think that that's 
probably one of the hardest things to do in our business because yeah. when we started selling internet marketing to realtors, there was no one doing it. Like it was a new thing. It was like, hey, I'm gonna call you um, and I'm gonna like write on a piece of paper, I'm gonna draw what your website's gonna look like and I'm gonna fax it to you and that's pretty much what you're gonna buy. We're gonna <laughs> build that for you. That's how far back <laughs> I yeah. went back on selling internet marketing. And that's what we used to do. Now, it's like everyone and their mother is selling real estate marketing to realtors. So it's very um, competitive. Mm -hmm. um, the technology is really, really, really good from from $20 a month to 50 to $300 a month. I mean, there's some really good providers out there that are giving good technology. So you have to be adverse on what other competitors are doing in order to even keep up. And so I, give us a quick up, um, just download on what your guys company does like so what do you guys sell leads or do you guys we do it all our, our company is a web-based platform we build professional websites we do search engine marketing mm -hmm. we do facebook linkedin twitter we post to people's uh facebook pages and to engage their clientele mm -hmm. um, we do drip marketing email campaigns we coach realtors on how to be more successful and we're pretty good at it as a whole our organization owns multiple different companies. I work for one of the largest brands in the, the country. It's called Constellation Software. Mm -hmm. And um, the division I'm in is in the Z57 division. So we're very adverse. Uh, we own multiple companies out there, Market Leader, Torchex, um, Red. There's just so many different companies that we're acquiring. We just recently acquired a SmartZip. We just bought offers. So in our world of space, in our constellation of stars, there's a lot of technology that we own and dominate when it comes nice. to that space. Nice. So you must have a lot of data that you guys have to look through and kind of figure out what's working, what's not working, how to refine certain things, always improving your process. Yeah. I, I definitely don't have to do that part of the job, <laughs> Right. but I'm constantly refining what's my next conversation going to be like? Who am I going to approach? You know, what market am I going to call? Uh, where is it hot? Right. That type of thing. So talk to me about, because cold calling is a lost art form. I mean, there's people that are great at it. There's people that are terrible at it. There's people that are like, I would never do it because it's like singing, you know, live on a stage. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to get turned down. I don't want people to laugh at me. You know, I, I don't want people to hang up on me. There's two things I know. And one is that people do not like to even talk on the phone anymore. They like to text. So like you call someone, they're like, text, text me. What's up? Are you, you in a hospital? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so people don't even, already don't even like to talk on the phone. So I want to get to that. You know, that's, that I think is important because if that still works, which I'm assuming it does cold calling, um, and you're, you're talking about business to consumer, right? Like yeah. you're, you're talking about, cause that's a tough, you know, when you're being paid to sit there and be on the phone and people are calling you or you're paid yeah. to work, right? You can talk on the phone a lot longer than when you're on your free time yeah. doing whatever it is that you like to do and you're not at work. You know, cold calling is, is, a, is a tough thing. So I want to hear kind of what have you been able to refine your pitch? Like tell what's important about cold calling these days? Well, I think what's really important about cold calling these days is what are you saying in the first 30 seconds of that call? Like, what are you trying to articulate so that they will listen to you and receive the information? Yeah. Uh, I find a lot of sales people, younger sales reps, I would say, um, they're very scripted. They're very mm -hmm. um, unanalytical uh, and they're not conversationalists. They say things that just really say, hey, I'm a salesperson just trying to sell you something. Right. Um, as where my approach is, I just talk to you like 
we've known each other for 20 years and I get a good response from that. So my approach typically is how can I get this person's wall down and be honest with them and upfront and let them know that I'm reaching out to them about business, but I'm really not here to disturb your day. So that's typically what I do. You know, I'm, I'm more like, Hey, uh, this is Andrew Kleiman. I'm a stranger. You don't know me and I don't know you. Um, so relax. Don't try to waste your brain cells because we don't know each other. You got a minute? It's cool. And they're always very grateful for that. They, they laugh. They chuckle. Ha, 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 ha. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah, okay, I don't know you. Okay, cool. What's up? Like, it's like, okay, great. I can relax now. You know, yeah. this isn't someone calling me pretending like they know me and I have to be on good behavior right now because I'm driving to my next appointment and I don't know if I do know you or not. Like, maybe we did talk. What is this about? Mm -hmm. I I take that anxiety and stress out of the cold call. And that's why I'm... It's probably harder to say I got to go right now, too. Like, if you do that because it's like, oh, you just were totally honest with me. Mm -hmm. You just completely, like, did something nice for me, so I should probably do something nice for you now. Listen for, like... Five seconds. And that's it. And use it. The minute turns into 20 yeah. or an hour. Because if someone says, yeah, you got a, you say you got a minute, is that what you're... Yeah. I mean, I'm just... Hey. Anyone could spare a minute, usually. And if they can't, they're probably lying. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I love the... Actually, I'm busy right now doing something. Great. You're writing up a contract, but you're taking my phone call. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to let that one pass, but I'll call you back another time. And one of the things I find, too, with my process is that... There's a lost art in phone etiquette. Right. There's a lost art in being kind to the people that you're trying to earn their business. I love you said kind, not nice. That's a difference. Being kind, like respecting people's time. You know, a lot of times I find that when I look at the real estate industry and I look at their lives and, you know, there's mothers raising kids and Mm -hmm. fathers like taking care of families. They're busy people. They are. So if someone were to try to call me and sell something to me at my job mm-hmm. and there was a line that you could get to Andrew Kleiman, you would never get me right. because I'm always on the phone. I'm never not on the phone. And I feel that that common courtesy of just saying, hey, you got a minute to talk. You know, oh, you're busy, you're driving to start. No big deal. That's exactly why I called. I didn't know what you're up to. But uh, if you don't mind, I'd love to call you back, you know, in an hour, reintroduce myself to you, and then we can maybe talk about what I have to offer. Would that be okay with you, Jim? And they're just like, yeah, sure, Andrew, give me a call. Different approach, you know. doesn't have to be for everyone, maybe not work for everyone, but I I find a way to be kind, personable, and, and pleasantly persistent. So you talk about being kind, and, and one of the things I know that, you know, we're all human, we have human nature, we all like things that are about us, you know, I mean, everyone kind of has some self-centered interests, right? Like, <laughs> what, what's in it for me? You know, most yeah. most people want to know if you're going to add value, right? So, like, is there a secret weapon when it comes to cold calling? Is, is there, you know, I've always heard you got to add value, got to you got to make yeah. it about them, you got to listen, right? You got to be, yeah. be a good listener. Um, w- give us some tips on, on stuff like that. Like, is there anything that's a, like a secret weapon? You know, I, I don't really say it's a secret weapon. It's just... When you're digging for gold, right, you don't just stop when you get tired. Yeah. You know, the the shovel's got to keep hitting the ground in order to get to the gold, right? Right. So in my world, it's usually the questions that you ask. Where are these questions going? Where mm-hmm. are you leading them in a conversation? Um, the, I think it was last year I created the question where I would say to people like, hey, Jim, like, what's your pip? And they would be like, mm, what's that? A pip. Yeah, and it's just a word that I made up. Like progress improvement or something? Or? It was just um, uh, projected income profits. Okay. 
So I'd be like, what's your pip? And they'd be like, uh, what do you mean? You guys, they're used to CGI, right? right. Yeah. But I made a pip because I just wanted to throw them off with a <laughs> word they didn't know so I could mm-hmm. come in as an expert, right? right. And um, it, it's true. So I would ask, you know, between now and the end of the year, what's your projected uh, income profits? Like, where are you at right now? And they'd be like, oh, wait, hold on, let me get my book. Those are the realtors that really understood their business. Mm-hmm. And then they would tell you, well, I'm projected to make 220000 And I said, okay, great. Well, how much money do you need to spend to get to the rest of that number? Oh, well, it's, uh, it's going to cost me probably $7,000 a month. That's a person that I can now have an intelligent conversation with about mm-hmm. SEO, about traffic, about building uh, traffic for different markets mm-hmm. versus the person that had no clue on that, right? right? So you have to be on your tippy toes and ask questions that are going to lead you down to the answer that you either want to get or that's going to open their mind up to where, you know what, you're right, I do have a pain. Um, I feel that complimenting the realtors but also breaking them down at the same time mm-hmm. is the balance where I live. I'm, right. I start with compliments. I remind them that this is broken and we need to fix that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm always suggesting as a solution, I don't need your money. Don't want it. It's useless because you're not going to buy anything unless you really like me and like the service. Right. So I come with that approach and it's, it's very healthy mm-hmm. because whenever they book a time with me, they don't feel ever that they're going to get pressured or bullied into buying anything because I, I prove my value and I back my company mm-hmm. and we make sure that they're going to get what they're looking for too. Yeah, that's good. And, and a lot of realtors get hit up by mortgage brokers 20 times a day yeah hey do you have any lead uh, do you have any uh, do you have a person that's you know you're, you're sending your loans to or mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a million different questions that they ask but I mean do you get um, do you ever talk to realtors about that like who they do they have mortgage brokers that they you know a lot of that's relationship you know driven right yeah. like I know my kid our kids are on the same football team or yeah whatever it might be you know that 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 causes that you know connection but um, what kind of advice would you give to a mortgage broker that's trying to get some more realtors in this you know should they ask them for business or should they try to add value offer think, them something I, I was thinking about that you know because I have a lot of clients that they're they have realtors that they rely on their lenders for their financing right. for their marketing so my advice to mortgage people is they should really work on developing relationships with the realtors and be present in their active environment. Mm-hmm. Whatever that realtor's lifestyle is, you should be participating in some of those things. Right. If that realtor has a kid that is at the baseball practice, like mine on a Saturday, mm-hmm. when I go to practice or when I go to the game, I'm staring at the fence back there and there goes Betty Lowe Realtor sitting on the fence back there, right? Yep. But how much more powerful if the mortgage lender came to that realtor's kids game or that birthday party every now and then and just dropped a couple nuggets on you know the benefits of buying now versus later i think that mortgage people need to be more active versus just paying for marketing Mm -hmm. they need to participate in being at these events and there's a lot of mortgage owners that do a good job of that but there's just so many ways to connect with people and i feel like even that is a lost art you know Mm -hmm. how often out of a year are they doing a nice planned event on a quarterly basis to get in front of that realtor's sphere of influence. That's good. Yeah. yeah. That's something that if I was a mortgage lender, I would be throwing a hot dog hamburger party <laughs> every 30 days. Right. And I want to see you, you know, bring a new friend and let your friend enter the drawing and they could win $200. Right. Who wouldn't do that? 
I bet yeah. you everyone will bring somebody new. Yeah. Everyone will be like excited. Everyone will be thrilled to split that two hundred dollars at the end of that party. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just a simple thought, but I mean, I think you know, you throw that out there, and that's one idea of so many possibilities, right? Yeah, I think it's part of it's like we we you know we forget to be creative and use creative intelligence about you know what could what can we do that's out of the box or different from the next guy, right? Like you've got to be able to to differentiate yourself from the other five hundred mortgage people that are out there trying to get to the realtors and right like yeah. yeah and I think it takes a little bit of that creative intelligence like and, and yeah. what's interesting now with like YouTube and different things that that are out there is all this stuff is available for free like we're giving away secrets like we're we're telling people on how they can improve their sales skills how they can improve their yeah. networks and things like that but I mean this is just one channel there's so many people out there making money on you I mean we're not making money on YouTube but there's people out there that they do this and they give away yeah. things for free and they are they've got millions of views and it's just sales sales techniques right i mean it's yeah. like and, and i think understanding things like what you're saying is like what's valuable to people or what what's something that's that's going to resonate with someone yeah. else that's going to cause them to want to work with you right i mean there's always yeah. your match like you can you should want to be friends with the people that you're working with if you can, if you can yeah you right? should you should definitely participate and you bring up a great point about youtube i mean it's absolutely endless yeah. with the click funnels and the ads. It's like, I don't know who to believe anymore. The fitness guys are driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of them too. I mean, really? I could just not breathe for 10 minutes a day and I could lose weight? <laughs> <laughs> there's always some, some new thing, there's, right? There's some, I mean, it's crazy. The, the, yeah. the fitness gurus and um, the sales guys. And it really, I'm like, are, are, is everyone really this rich from YouTube where they got planes and boats and cars? And I mean, this is some good staging, guys. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. I know I heard something, I think it was Gary Vee, was like talking about some guy jumping a fence in an airport to get in front of a private jet and do, do selfies and stuff like that. I mean, the things that people will do for what is, like like Dave always says, uh, uh, perception is reality, right? It's like, you know, whoa, Johnny's got a, a jet. Like, he's doing great. You know? I only have a Mercedes or something, you know, I don't have a jet. Yeah. But, um, but there's the fake it till you make it. But then there's the genuine, authentic, yeah. you know, authenticity and and being able to really be a, someone that actually knows their stuff and then is genuine and actually is adding value to someone and not. We were talking about earlier. I think offline it was about being around the five people. Like you're some total, right? Like you're yeah. you're uh, you know if you're around people that are dragging you down you know, cause they're doing drugs or they're doing, you know, they're just bad people. Like that's, you're going to end up kind of like that. If you, if you're hanging around with, you know, maybe realtors that are, that are successful and that are, you know, if you can get in that network, then you're able to, you know, provide, add value to them from a sure. side of the business that they don't know, which sure. is finance, right? They, all they care about, like I remember working with super high end, very, 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 talented realtor and they don't they don't give you they give you one chance like if you mess it up you're gone like it, it, it you know and, and so you got to really be able to have a good strategy and you can't just go in it blindly I mean there's a there's a part of 
being a cold caller where you got to take risks and you got to mm-hmm. just put yourself out there. But like when it comes to relationships, I think you have to really work at, you know, those, those long-term relationships, but let's talk more about cold calling. Cause I know that's, that's what you, you do a lot of, um, you know, what, how can a mortgage broker stand out when approaching a realtor on the phone? Cause really all you have is your voice. So what if, you know, so you're talking about a mortgage broker calling that actual yeah, realtor. Calling a realtor. I mean, I would, I, I, I'll go back to the basics, right? Like, yeah. have you met anyone on the planet that doesn't like compliments? Well, depends on on what time of day it is. If it's the early morning, <laughs> go away, Dad. No. In but, general, but in general no, practice. You're right. Everyone likes compliments. Yeah. And that leads me to, you know, back to like when I started learning the art of selling. And, yeah. And I mean, there's books out there like that. Like I think one of the first books I ever got yeah. is a book called How to Get Anyone to Do Anything. <laughs> and a lot of it was about compliments and stuff like that. I mean, and that a lot of, you know what that is? That's a lot of that is, um, is charm, right? Yeah. It's, it's finesse, right? Like finesse, we're yeah. calling a stranger. You're, you're interrupting my day. So something that mortgage lenders could do, they have access to who's top producers, who's doing what. I mean, you could go on a Zillow account and look up someone's home sales right. and see what they're doing. You could easily go to their social media presence and look them up and, and just talk. Hey, you know what? I gave you a call because I really like the way you communicate with your audience through social media. And right. um, I'm a mortgage lender over here at so-and-so company. Um, just wanted to introduce myself. I'm always looking to partner with realtors and potentially invest in their marketing mm-hmm. and, and do things like that. So um, do you have a minute to talk? I'd love to you know converse with you about what makes you so successful. I'm always looking to partner with um, realtors like yourself. That's you good. got a minute? That's great, yeah, that's great. And everyone can remember, like what do they say? people can remember not what you said, but how you made them feel. Absolutely. And so like oftentimes, you know, I meet people, you know, new people every month, every week. And I can always tell if they never ask me a question, right? You kind of have an impression. If someone like never asks you a question about themselves, right? They just ask you, you know, they just talk about themselves the whole time. And you're just like, you know, you ask the questions like, hey, so do you have kids? And they're like, yeah, man, I've got kids. This is my kid doing this and that and that. And then they never ask you back. Do you have kids? It's like a common like exchange that people just, some people don't do. And I don't know why. Right. And, but I think you will remember that about a person, but they'll remember you and they'll like you because you paid attention to them and you complimented them. Right. There's just so many people that, overlook the obvious right yeah. and a lot of times when I say that it's the obvious is that anyone that's using social media anyone that's on the internet they're there because they're trying to expose themselves you're not it out there yeah. you're putting it out there right? right you're exposing yourself because you want people to find you right if that was the case then no one would set up a website no one would do social media no one would have a cell phone I mean yeah just I'll throw a rock over here with a note on it and meet me at the office. <laughs> you know, right. hopefully I'll see you at the park in two weeks with your dog and yeah, maybe we'll get Smoke together signals. and I'll show you how. You, you know what I'm saying? But that's not the case. Like the whole point of social media is to be social. And yeah. that's the obvious thing. It's like, even as a mortgage broker, you have to be social. You can sit back in here and, and sit behind the office and calculate numbers and, and run deals and just stay in the office. 
you're still going to have to socialize and pick up the right. phone or you're still going to have a, have a team of people that are going out bringing the business back to you. So again, I feel that we have to be um, articulate, we have to be kind, and we have to be pleasantly persistent. Um, I feel like even follow-up in our day and age is a lost concept. Yeah. You know, people just think that Oh, it slips through the cracks all the time. Yeah, you're just gonna call. They're just gonna whip out their wallet, and it's just a deal today. No, <laughs> no, no. It's something called farming. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. You don't and plant you're... a seed, and then all of a sudden you have a crop, and the next day, no. No, the, the, the watermelon is gonna take time to grow, right? Right. But it's gonna be delicious if you work it. Yep. It'll be wonderful. It'll be great fruit, you know? And you can even take those seeds inside of it and, and replant them to grow more watermelons throughout the city. Right. And I think that people just don't do that anymore. I feel like even yes, sir, and no, sir. Like when I'm on the phone, I'm always uh, as etiquette because my family's from the South, but I was born here in San Diego. So I kind of grew up when my parents split at nine. Mm-hmm. I got the Southern Cali vibe. So people never know if I'm black, if I'm white, they have no idea what I am when I'm on the phone. Right. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but like they just never know what nationality I am. So they always think I'm white, which is weird because I don't think I act that way at all and I don't talk like that, but um, I'm always projecting professionalism as much as possible when I'm on the phone. Now, once I get to know you and mm-hmm. I got, I'm got i under the hood and I'm over here in the spark plugs, then listen, yeah. we're going to talk like I'm talking to you at the bar. And that is particularly my gift is that I can break people's walls down real effectively. Right. So it works for me, man. That sounds like a, a, a definitely a secret weapon. <laughs> break down that wall, right? Breaking down the wall is what I would tell any person in the cold call land. And if you want to be liked, you have to be likable. You have right? to be. You can't just be a dick or you know, animal yeah. or something and just be yeah. like, and people like you. I mean, yeah. there is some psychology behind like when you're mean to someone and they're kind of like, why was he mean to me? You know, and, <laughs> and then they think about, you know, there's some weird psychology <laughs> about that, but that's not the way you cold call, right? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be likable. You gotta, you know, you gotta put it out there. And, and if you want people to like you and, and to, to share and maybe refer you deals or something, yeah. you gotta be able to, to be likable. Um, you gave us some some other. You, you gave us some some different openings, some like pitch openings already. Sure. Do you have any others? Like, so there's probably several that probably work really well depending on, you know, who you're calling. Is there? Do you change it up when you're? I mean, I know you uh, talk well, to realtors, you know, but is there? I, I typically focus on real estate agents, but you know, another thing that I've what I've learned about cold calling is that people like it when you research them. Yeah. Like they love when you've done some homework on them. It kind of gives them you gives you a little like warm fuzzy. Yeah, totally. So if I'm you know what I mean? yeah, if I'm a mortgage lender, I mean I, I'm calling you like, hey John, this is Andrew Kleiman, and you know I was actually doing some work for another client online, and I came across your profile, man. Hey, congratulations on being successful. Seventeen years of doing this. Are you tired? Are you done? I mean, yeah. I saw your Circle of Champions Award and saw that you did like, you know, 20 million last year. But I mean, just dramatically impressive. Um, do you have a minute to talk? I, I'm very curious. I'm a fan. That's cool. Yeah. You just, you just dis- disarmed him. No one's talking like that. No. No one's being that kind and respectful. And I actually do look people up. Like, I'm like, you know what, Jim? I saw you online. You used to be an accountant for years. But the gun hunting? Are you still doing this? You still shooting ducks out here, man? (laughs) (laughs) Right? They do that. (laughs) Yeah. They do. I mean, you know what's funny is they put it all online. 
It's so like unless it's you're right being there. super lazy, <laughs> you can see it all, and you can see exactly what they're into. Because people like to, let's not say brag, but they like to yeah. like put it. Like you just said, they put it out there. They're they're exposing themselves yeah. because they want to be liked. Right? Yeah. They want those likes on Facebook or they want those yeah. hearts on Instagram or whatever it is, right? They want yeah. those followers, those comments, and everyone's guilty of it. Yeah. Right? We all are. Yeah, and, I, mean, and, I don't know if it's even guilt, John. It's just, look, <laughs> yeah. who doesn't like to be seen? You know, it's like, it's a classic story of the beautiful woman that goes into the restaurant or to the environment of a bunch of men or the, the gorgeous hunt guy goes into an environment where there's all these women and um, they kind of shyly and snugly pretend like they don't want to be seen. But really, you're waiting for that compliment on, hey, great smile. Mm-hmm. You're waiting on that compliment. Oh, oh my cool gosh. shirt. Or love whatever. your shirt. Love, love your shoes. shoes. Yeah. Wonderful hair. Like, right. you, you spent... 20 minutes in the mirror getting ready for this. Yeah. You know, think about that. But, but then you get there and then people are mad because Jimmy Blue is um, looking at your yellow dress. Or Jimmy's mad because Sally is staring at your beautiful sculptured chin for 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. It's just really interesting. What I find with humans in general, because I like to call people humans, mm-hmm. I'm trying to evolve my my thought process, like mm-hmm. we're all humans in this planet, you know? We Forget are. your color, your race, and all that, but we all, in some shape or form, want to connect with each other. Right. It's just, what frequency are you putting through the phone that makes me go like, ah, oh, I receive this frequency. Yeah. I mean, most of the time with my phone calls, people are always telling me, Andrea, like, I never spend this much time with people. I'm so happy you called me today. I'm so grateful you called me today. Thank you so much for helping me. Well, it's like you're like a breath of fresh air, right? Like yeah. I get cold calls as well, so I, I usually don't answer on my cell at least. I'm going to cold I call you next week. We'll see, we'll see if I answer. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, I'll answer this phone and, and there'll be cold calls and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to answer. I don't want to talk to this person. <laughs> They're trying to sell me something, you know. Uh-huh. But if you called me and you did that, which we're probably going to do a little role play, I'm sure, in okay. a minute. But because you got this down, um, I probably would talk to you. Yeah. So I want I want to share that with our, our listeners and with our, you know, with our viewers because I mean, yeah, we I think we all can become better conversationalists, right? We can be better yeah. at what we, how we portray our words and how we sure. how we open the openers, right? Like yeah, you know, there's all kinds of. There's there's a lot of people out there that are trying to show people how to, you know, how to pitch dates or how to get a date and how to how to talk to a girl, right? How, what's yeah. the what's the open liner? What you know? How do you? Yeah. And then and then like I've seen you know those ads that you're talking about that come up and there's one that's yeah. just like, hi, I'm Scott, you know, and like <laughs> you're like, oh wow, that's actually that works, you know, to just talk to to somebody, yeah. and uh, it's just because it's genuine, right? It's just yeah. like, hi, this is Andrell, you know, and then you just you open up so. I don't know if you already gave us all your openers, but is there any other openers that you could share before we get into like maybe thinking, a cold call I was scenario? Thinking about one that I feel is is really good. Um, We're getting all your secrets. You know, I, you know, it's really, you know, my friend. Uh, I got a good friend, and uh, he's probably one of the kindest souls there. He's just a brilliant guy. His name is Alex Burrows, a really good friend of mine, and um, Jack Markham, who's one of my mentors that um, has really grown me up in corporate America and has helped him path, uh, shape my path and my career, my organization. I'm forever grateful mm-hmm. for him for what he's done for me and what he continues to do uh, within our organization. But uh, one of the things that um, you know Alex would always say to me is, "But like Andrew, 
Like, it doesn't matter who's listening or who's watching you, you know? I know you want your space and you want to be comfortable and you don't want people looking over your shoulder, but he's like, dude, you're a legend, you know? People want to know how you do this stuff. And even if they did find out how you did it, they still can't be you. So just keep doing you and make everyone around you better. And ever since he's told me that, you know, it's really resonated with me. So uh, I think just, you know, you already know, compliment lead with a company that's always going to get you further um doing the research on them that's always going to get you uh, a conversation and sometimes you can come from a a a land or a space of niche marketing Mm -hmm. you know um you also you also disarmed them yeah by saying i don't know you i don't know you i created that that's my phrase you don't know me i don't know you i'm a stranger you know, you is that short? Like you, it's, it's that short. Yeah. I don't say anything more, anything less. And that gets me in because they just respect that so much. But another thing you can do after that, I feel is very important, is start talking to people about their area. Like some if of you their want, interests, right? Exactly. Yeah. If you if you're an expert or you're trying to be an expert, you probably should know what's happening in my neighborhood. If people are relocating in from different parts of the country mm-hmm. and the the rates are low and there's so many people buying, know your stats on the people that you're calling. Like if a mortgage lender is calling a realtor, you should know the competition in that area. Yeah. You should be able to drop a couple names of other realtors that are super successful that have potentially used you before or using you now. And that will immediately give you some recognition mm-hmm. and some respect. Mm-hmm. So just knowing the market, co-calling into the market, talking about what's happening, home sales, who's moving there, who's relocating, right. and then asking, did you have a minute? Uh, that's another thing that works too. It's just being an expert, talking about what they're living and breathing. Hey, right. I know you're in South Carolina greatest city everyone's traveling all over the country to move there a little humid for me Mm -hmm. a little humid for me but i don't know the price (laughs) is right i might buy something out there i mean i'm sure you'll sell me a house right john (laughs) there you go there we go again yeah the wall's down absolutely of course i'll sell you a house (laughs) what do you what's your price range (laughs) bingo (laughs) well i don't think they talk like that but they might sure depending on where they're from (laughs) no offense i used to live in the south a little bit too so i live in the south West, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a huge thing, and I, I just think of like friend, people that I've met recently, and we always talk and like we ask, oh, do you know so and so? Yeah. So if you actually maybe do a little research about someone, and then maybe you know someone that they know, yeah. maybe through LinkedIn. You know, I mean, not, so many people are connected on LinkedIn, so it's like, oh, no, I don't know who that's a whole other ball game, though. Is, right? You know? That LinkedIn, that's a whole nother universe. It is. On like, you can really, that's a great place for mortgage brokers to prospect. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, a, I would live there if I was this job, I would be living in that in space. LinkedIn. Yeah, because you you see everybody's information and you can, yeah. Yeah, it's like they put it all out there. They, con- especially if they're active on LinkedIn, right? If they're posting, yeah. they're commenting, you're right. That's a, that's a great place to be. So, um, so are you up for doing a quick live cold call for 500? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know I was going to get paid on the show, but why not? Sure. Johnny, give him some money. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're up for it, I mean, right. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, let's just see what we can do. Like, I mean, it's, this is my daily life. This is what I do every day. So it doesn't really bother me to, to connect with a human. My question is if, they want to do a deal. Can I do, use your computer for a presentation? 
We may not have all the time for that, but you could set up a call back, right? We can definitely do that. Maybe you can get a call back. All right, let's that would be that's the challenge. Let me find out who I'm who am I calling here? Okay, Erica. This is a true cold. She call. looks nice. Wait, she how looks, you how'd you find out? You have you have like a CRM? Where you, yeah, I can't give you all my secrets. Well, CRMs are important. <laughs> right? It's the biggest obvious public secret. <laughs> right. It's, it's, you don't have to spend the money for Salesforce because that's crazy. But two hundred, uh, I'll I'll give you that secret. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a cheaper one than Salesforce? Those guys are expensive, but um, let's see what happens. If she picks up. How many rings do you guys let it go? We we'll do the Jeopardy. Do, 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 oh, do. Yeah. How important are voicemails? Do you need voicemails? Um, I really, you know, unless I've taught you before, I don't really leave you a voicemail. Unless there's something really interesting that I see. Yeah, you, know. you could do that. Yeah, just call. Is she nice? <laughs> we're gonna have to get her. We're gonna have to get her to like sign something, maybe. Like, I mean, let's just see it. Let's try it. He's he's obviously good, so he might be able to sell her. Is your mom a realtor? Yeah, out in Tucson, Arizona. She's my new client. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> We're calling. Uh, Ilana right now or Elena sometimes I mess up people's names on purpose I don't speak Spanish do you want to do it? Yeah, I mean, let's, let's, like, call, let's, call, let's call your mom. Okay. Right. This is great. I feel like we're pranking someone. We're, bring the phone here. Let's call her. What's her name? No, no, because she'll know oh. it's me. Yeah. Oh, got Just it, got it, got it. We'll yeah. walk it okay. out. 520. Okay. 520. Does she have a Facebook business page? Uh, I think she's on Facebook. She has her own. She's with Long Realty, so I think that they do a lot. Okay, so can you pull up her page so I can yeah. educate her on her page? What's her name? Nancy. Nancy. And she's in Tucson. Humor's good too. I forgot to tell you about that. Humor. That's a secret <laughs> weapon too. Hello? Nancy? Yes. Nancy, it is Andrew Kleiman, and I am an absolute stranger, so don't rack your brain trying to figure it out. I don't know you. You don't know me. A complete stranger here. Um, are you able to talk for a brief moment? I have about a minute. Oh, beautiful. That's all I need. Okay, wonderful. Look, I was online and I was doing some research for another realtor in Tucson and I actually came across your name. So I wanted to find out, are you still doing real estate? Or are you doing it as a hobby or are you doing it as a career? Um, I'm doing it full time. Okay, you're doing it full time. Okay, wonderful. Um, 
I know that you said I had a minute, so I, I don't want to be disrespectful, but I do do marketing for realtors. I help you guys with web, social, and more. And my quick question was, do you have any personal interest in improving your web presence for the future? Because I know it's like really, really, really hot market out there. You guys are doing very well. And I just wanted to see if I could get a, some time with you another day and let you interview me. You're the boss. I'm just applying for the job. Um, and just interview me and see what I have to offer. But I, I really feel like there's an asset and me helping you. Um, first of all, I like your style. It's nice because I haven't hung up on you yet, so awesome. Second of all, I have a really good friend who is doing the same thing, who is uh, trying to get me to do the same thing, and so I've um, just started working with her. We've just started a business Facebook page, doing a few things, and uh, so honestly, I'll, I'll work with I, I know I need some help, and so I'll be working with her, though. This is heartbreaking. I, I, I'm actually crying right now. I'm, I'm Nancy. You know, uh, unfortunately, I was taught a long time ago that I got to get at least 20 no's. We're only on no one right now. Okay. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> look, look, here's the deal. I'm a, I'm a good team player, right? I, I used to play football for years. I grew up here in San Diego. Most of my friends played professional football. Uh, my good friend, Leroy Glover, is actually getting introduced into the Hall of Fame. You probably know a lot of my friends. You know Marsha Falk? No, I don't. Okay, you're not a football buff. Okay, fine, whatever. Bottom line is, I'm all about teamwork. Um, if you have someone that is going to participate in helping you grow your life and your business, first of all, congratulations, because realtors work so hard, and I know that you guys put a lot of time and energy into just learning new tools and new technology. Um, so cheers to you for even taking a leap of faith, uh, paying her to do that. How much are you, are you paying her? Just Is this like 1500 a month? Is this 2000 How much you got to pay to make her do all the stuff for you? Oh, well, um, in addition to her, I also have a coach. So <laughs> I am well ingrained in that I need help. Okay, so. rewind. <laughs> How much are you paying this coach? Because I know what coaches charge. I travel quite a bit around the country. The last coach I met was charging $6,000. My coach isn't quite that expensive, but... You know what? My time is truly up. I have a client walking fine. in. Fine. Okay. And I've got to go, but I like your style. I think you're going to do fine. And here's your no. I'm sorry. Okay. That's only two. We got like 18 more to go. We'll try this another yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> I still got 18 right. more opportunities. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and that was your mom? <laughs> We're going to have to get her to sign off. She on doesn't this. know me, guys. Know. His mom doesn't know me. <laughs> well, I, I think she, what, what, is, what did she learn from that? Let me ask you guys some questions. Remember, well, you said asking questions. She stayed on because she enjoyed it. Okay. Now, she was enjoying well, she, that. She said it multiple times. She's yeah. like, I like your style. Like, yeah. And I already hang up on you. I hear that every day. I hear that every day. So if you're going to cold call, you got to be likable. Yeah. You got to have, someone's got to like your style. So do you have like anything online where people can learn from you? Do you have your own YouTube channel? Do you have a place where? I don't, but I'm actually here with my new video crew. And that is my friend, John. (laughs) (laughs) John, do not talk to him when he leaves. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have my new production team that will be helping me put these videos online, and we will teach you how to cold call. All right, this is over. <laughs> no, this has been really good and educational. I do think it would be cool if, if you did put out more information because people would, yeah, want to learn your style, and right? Well, I mean, I, this is very inspiring to me. I mean, I came here um, because a friend requested me to show up, and yeah. and you know, the team um, are, are doing great by just reaching out to people. You yeah. know, I, I think that I'm very grateful for this opportunity. Uh, I think that everything that we discussed today, we saw how yeah. that happens and translates. I mean, you just in a did it call. in real time, real life. Yeah. yeah, and it's not always that easy. Okay, no, people but, hang up. People. You know, people don't answer, people hang up, but you know, I think with realtors, right, they're they're thinking, Oh, was this someone from San Diego coming to buy a house in Tucson, right? Totally. Or or you know, so so there's if you're calling people that are in sales, they tend to answer their calls, you know, because they don't yeah. know, right? Yeah. It's just those ones that are that aren't really gonna do that or you know, you might have to text them. Do you ever text uh, I for typically text my clients after uh, I've talked to them, like I will probably text Nancy, but like, hey. It was very nice meeting you. I will reach out to you another time, maybe Thursday and or Friday. And see how it worked out with your friend. Because it doesn't always work out with friends, right, and business. Maybe she's not going to do the things that we offer. Maybe right. whoever she's hiring could be an asset to her because I can build a better shell and she can go in there and manipulate it. Right. I mean, that's a great partnership, you know? And you did you, you did respect her time. Like, you, you said, you know, at the end, you're like, okay, I'll let you go. And you ended it on a laugh, which is, <laughs> right? She's going to remember this. Like, I bet you when you call your mom later, she's gonna, you're never going to believe I got a call. <laughs> right? <laughs> See, see if she says something. We should call her on his phone. Yeah. He should. <laughs> right? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. She's in an how, appointment. Are you on, how are you on my son's phone, right? She's in an appointment, but what I would, maybe what would be cool is if you called her and be like, dude, I've been getting these crazy cold calls today. Did you get any? Yeah, something more she says. <laughs> see what she says, right? Well, I mean, you know, that was one, well, that took us two minutes, three minutes. That's it. But she she initially only had one minute. <laughs> right. She gave me more than that. She did give you more than that. You know? And you weren't shy. You didn't, you know, you were you were natural. Like, how does someone get natural? I mean, they got to practice, right? It's probably like football. You don't just go out on the field and instantly you can throw a ball and catch a ball. I mean, you got to yeah. practice. Do you practice in front of a mirror? Be honest. I used to, when I was younger, I did. And frequently when I drive to work, I talk to myself. I, I role play with. Or I just role play with myself. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I think about hey, like I talk. I, I do my own little mini pitches to myself about what I should talk about. Like mm -hmm. you know, I'll I'll cold call myself, but not talk back to myself. But I'll just you act. You'll role play. I'll, I'll role play what I think I want to say today, or mm -hmm. what market I want to talk about, and. If I'm not saying it, I'm mentally thinking about it. Right. Um, I think the number one thing in being successful in cold calling is you have to be constantly thinking ahead. Right. Like, while she was talking, mm -hmm. I was already thinking about the next thing I was going to say. Right. But you guys also have to listen, right? You do. So you have to listen, but kind of think your, your brain's got to be at firing on all cylinders. So you yeah. can't be hungover and all that. So you got to be on point. No. You got to yeah. be multitasking. Right. You know, and you got to be filling them out. Your mom's lovely, by the way. <laughs> And I haven't even seen her, but she seems like a really wonderful song. You're a good. And kid. you know what? There's a lot of good people out there. We we I think what we kind of project. Like I, I learned something recently <clears throat> that I will share. Is someone? Um, I think it was Dave Asprey actually was saying you can control the narrative about someone cutting you off 
Like you can either say, oh, that person's an asshole or you can say, oh, maybe that person's, you know, kids in the hospital mm-hmm. and like, or their wife's not. Maybe that's why they cut me off and uh. you control that. So you can control what the person's, you know, like on the other phone, they're going to be nice and you can act like that. Like, oh, yeah. you know, they're, or like they got to go. It's maybe, oh man, they're, you know, they're, they're in the middle of something that they actually had to do. Right. And it's not me. Right. It's not me. And, right. but people internalize that and they say, oh man, that guy hung up on me and I'm just, I'm just not cut out for this. Timing is everything, man. Like whatever I did in the universe, good deeds, karma to get to this spot, to get to this microphone, to get to these beautiful uh, partners and employees of yours, it's timing. Right. And and sometimes you just have to let the universe work the timing for you. Right. And I think that a lot of times we want what we want now, mm-hmm. and in the process of us not getting what we want now, we get frustrated, we get anxiety. I mean, I deal with this every month in my company. Like, I, I, I've quit, like, probably every 60 days I quit the company, mentally. Like, <laughs> like, oh, like not get out. the papers, guys. This is my, I'm done, you know? Like, I, I'm constantly quitting because I've been doing it for 12 years, so. Yeah. I have to reinvent myself. I have to reinvent the in- interest and the passion to want to pick up the phone and cold call, you know, to when I'm not getting people on the phone. Where or, do you get the inspiration to do that? You just, oh, do you have boy. to pep talk yourself? Like, <clears throat> I get the inspiration because... You a lot of coffee. Like, what do you... What's, what's I have the, a wonderful, wonderful wife that takes care of my family when I'm away from work. I have beautiful, gorgeous kids, um, a seven, a five-year-old, my seven-year-old Charlie, um, my you son, Mateo. You get up every day. And my little one, Andy, she's three. You know, I want to give them the best life that I can. Right. And I think I'm doing a pretty good job of that right now and supplying them, you know, generational wealth. Right. So my passion is to, how do I become a coach or a speaker? Right. And now I have a following of two million people. And now my kids can take over Enreal Networks, the organization mm-hmm. that coaches and trains realtors and different business people on how to have phone etiquette. You right. know, how, right. how do I do that? You know, mm-hmm. building partnerships like this. So um, how do I replace my GM, Jack Markham, when he decides to move on and do other things. How do I step in his shoes mm-hmm. and reproduce what he does so greatly with connecting with people and doing presentations and being a leader right. like he does um, for our organization? Like Those are the things that inspire me to continue in this career and in this business. The key there is it doesn't happen overnight. It's no. a sum total of <laughs> days and days, right? You want to quit, but not. And like not giving up and being relentless if you have to and just, just keep going, you know? Look, you're down. It's the third quarter and you're down 40-42. Do you just give up? Or do you just come back? Or you just kill yourself to come back? Maybe you get to... 50 to 27. But what was your effort like trying to end the game? That's right. one thing that I pride myself on is work ethic. And what I find when other people are just quitting on themselves or leaving the organization or we're going through a turbulent time, or you know, they just want to give up. Yeah. And it's those times when the company needs you. It's those times when your family needs you. It's those times in a marriage where it's like, sure, yeah, you could go for divorce right now and y'all can live your little separate lives and you can go to little... Veil and he could go to Little Veil and the kids would be split up, or you can like work this out and dig in and keep the bond on life and building a great life together, or building a great organization, or being a great employee, or being mm-hmm. a great resource or a solution to everyone that you come in touch with. Right. And that's kind of the things that I focus on. That's good stuff. 
Well, thanks for sharing and thanks for coming over. Uh, thank you for having me. I'll take that check for 500. <laughs> I obviously succeeded. <laughs> Is Love it Susie? Susie? Payroll, <laughs> <laughs> hey, right? All right. Well, we'll see how many views we get and then we'll pay you a dollar now. <laughs> Good view. View this video, guys. <laughs> Love it. Thank thanks you for so coming much, on, man. man. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate it. it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Please share, like, subscribe, and come back for the next episode. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you guys are looking for more content like this, we have a Fun Loans YouTube channel where we give away more tips, secrets, and origination ideas. You can also email us at info at funloans.com. And if you've made it this far, I think it's safe to say you like our content. So please subscribe, share, and send us your scenarios. Let's fun loans together. No, I needed to follow up. Hello. Nancy, this is yeah. this is your friend Andrell again. You won't believe this. I was walking and I found his phone on the ground and I said, gosh, I got 18 more tries to earn a business. So I figured I'd call from this guy's cell phone and say hello to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so funny. <laughs> totally got me. <laughs> that was my... Oh, that's funny. That's my... Oh, my You're good. So yeah, we. I like that. I like it. You totally got me. Well, you're very sweet. I told you, your son that um, it's obvious he comes from good seed, and um, thank you for being a realtor and a mother out there in the world and being a good example. Because my wife is a part-time realtor and she does commercial real estate, so we're very grateful for your efforts out there in the universe. So keep up the good work, and thank you for <laughs> allowing me to call you. I will still try because I got 17 more tries. I've only used three, um, but we wanted to let you know that. Uh, we appreciate you and thank you for role playing with us today, okay? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I love it. And you're lucky, yeah. Normally I just hang up. I you know, we get ten of these calls a day and usually they don't get past the first sentence. So the fact that I hung on for three minutes was, was pretty darn good. <laughs> Did you time it? <laughs> well, you know, I always like to learn from my conversations, Nancy. I I feel like sometimes for the years, my company would be like, oh, you can't do this. You can't be like Andrew. Maybe it's true. Maybe I'm that special. But what did you like about my approach that allowed me to continue talking to you? Uh, the way you started out, you weren't, you know, just, you don't know me. I don't know you. Don't try to figure out who I am, you know. That caught my attention. I'm like, all right, this is something different. Uh, Honesty. I don't know. Just, just not. I don't know. It was just, it was just different than every other call. So it, uh, it, it intrigued me to stay on. Although I knew I wasn't going to do anything, but my God, get me on the line for three minutes. So. Well, thank you for good. thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know that you're at and that. Maybe I'll learn something from that. See, uh, maybe I'll try that approach. You know what? You can so log on. You to might the want to call him back. Can, <laughs> yeah, we can hire him. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shane was going to say something to you. Yeah, Shane. No, I was going to say well, you can listen to the podcast we just recorded. Yeah, we just, we just you recorded were kind of a, a part of, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> we might need your authorization to put yeah. you on the podcast. We need a, a release. <laughs> regularly, right? What? Oh, yeah, she said she listens oh, to you. awesome, oh, thank I you. I'm a, I'm a, yes, I'm a big fan. I listen all the time. Thank you. Well, yeah. now you're on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
Awesome. Thanks for participating. You got a great son. Shane's awesome. All-star. I know. You're lucky to have them. Have I told you that? Um, no, but we do feel lucky right now, especially right now. <laughs> Great. Keep up the good work. Hey, All right. You guys have a good afternoon. Okay. Bye, Nancy. I'll talk to you on okay, Friday, bye. okay? Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs>